This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, Welcome to uh, this edition of the Pigskin Past. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and this one is going to be about a big snow game during the 1970s. Now, there are few occurrences more unique than watching a pro football game where the field gets hit with snow flurries, then driving snow, then a full-scale blizzard. Such a snowy game was held on November 27, 1977, when the Minnesota Vikings visited the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. The Vikings were involved in another season of robust contention for the NFC Central Division title. They owned a 6-4 record going into their meeting with the Packers, but they could ill afford to lose that game. They were only one game ahead of the division rival Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions at this point of the 77 season. Both the Bears and the Lions were holding strong at 5-5 records, and both of them were poised to take over the lead in the old black and blue division, as the NFC Central was then known. Now, in contrast, the 2-8 Packers, also a member of the NFC Central, were floundering, and that's been their recent custom since 1973. Head coach Bart Starr was getting strong efforts from all of his players, many of whom were youngsters and naturally lacking in overall experience, but they continually gave it their best shot regardless of their abilities or their competition. And unfortunately, you know, they'd go into this meeting with Minnesota with only the feeling of being a spoiler. They knew that the Vikings were used to winning division titles, and what would be more enjoyable than upsetting them and hurting their chances of winning another one? Now, remember when you were a kid, you used to love to go out into the winter and frolic in the snow, at least until you had to shovel the stuff or drive in the stuff. Well, both the Vikings and the Packers on this day would get a chance to relive their childhoods as they were participants in one of the most snow-filled games of the decade in the NFL in the 1970s. It was an all-day blizzard. It started well before the opening kickoff, and it continued well after the Vikings team plane left to go home to Minnesota. The snow was relentless. And it was that wet kind of snow that just piled up in layers upon layers. Uh, Footing on the field? Uh, Being able to make cuts while running? Forget it. I recently rewatched a DVD of that game, and one common scene was that of both teams' equipment personnel working feverishly all game long to chisel snow off of the players' cleats. Those equipment folks were not above trying new methods towards aiding the players' traction. A particular sticky substance, which name escapes me, was sprayed on the soles of the players' shoes all game long. This measure helped very little, if at all. Now the scene was a winter wonderland. The sky above Lambeau Field was as white as the field. Visibility wasn't good, and many of the players could not stop while they were running. Hence, more than a few late hits were prevalent in this contest, most of which weren't flagged by an official. Uh, Despite the disparity in the team's records, both the Vikings and Packers uh, were evenly matched. That was due primarily because Minnesota's starting quarterback, Fran Tarkenton, had been injured earlier in the year and would be out for the rest of the season. Bob Lee would take the snaps in his place. The Green Bay starting quarterback on this day would be David Whitehurst, a young rookie signal caller who was certainly not used to throwing the ball in the snow, 
and who was certainly not used to going up against the Purple Gang. Whitehurst would get a dose of needed experience in this game, however. The most important factor for both teams in this game was to hold on to the ball. The wet snow would certainly keep the ball slippery and grasping it in the cold weather was difficult. The Vikings fumbled the ball four times, but they were fortunate enough to reclaim it two of those times. The Packers fumbled it three times, but they could only reclaim one of those fumbles. A Minnesota fumble in the first quarter led to the game's first score, however, a three-yard bootleg scamper by Whitehurst. Now, Green Bay had drawn first blood, but it wasn't complete. Their conversion attempt failed, and in this game, one, one point might decide things. The Vikings countered with a lot of off-tackle runs by both Chuck Foreman and Brent McClanahan. The point of attack on those runs was the left side of the Green Bay defense. Quite surprisingly, those runs, particularly from the second quarter to the end of the game, were successful. So much so, in fact, that Foreman lugged the slippery ball for 101 yards on 26 carries. McClanahan contributed 43 more ground yards of his own. Despite all these runs, it was a second quarter pass which tied the game. Uh, Minnesota's Bob Lee threw long for Sammy White, who somehow sped past the Green Bay coverage. He caught Lee's 40-yard pass for a score. Fred Cox then booted the extra point, and the Vikings had a lead that they would never lose. Two more field goals by Fred Cox in the second quarter increased the Vikings' lead to 13-6. No more scoring would occur in the second half for either team, and the game ended in favor of the Vikings, 13-6. In the end, the snow never relented. It seemed as if Minnesota's overall team experience prepared them better for this snow game. Their defensive secondary was rarely fooled by Green Bay's receivers, and even when a big Green Bay pass play occurred against them, the Minnesota defense regrouped quickly enough to take the ball back. Whitehurst would throw two telling interceptions in the second half, while his counterpart, Bob Lee, was not intercepted at all in the game. Snow games in pro football are fun to watch and fun to play in, regardless of the year in question. The big snow game in 1977 between the Vikings and the Packers was proof of that. Again, this is Joe Zagorski for the Pigskin Pass, thanking you for listening in. Look forward to um, having another show in the near future. Take care, and happy Thanksgiving. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.